mates, welcome once again into the little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Sitting next to me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. Hey, dickhead. What's going on in your life, little buddy? Um, well, I. <laughs> There's a lot going on at the moment, actually. There's a lot to get to. Um, but one thing I thought I'd bring up the front of the show is um, I got a text message the other day that I've told you about already, but yes. it just spooked me because this is, this is something that maybe one of the guests will help me out with how you do this. But I got a text message the other day, and you know, it's well known on the show that my, me- my number is out in the ether. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's 100% down to you. Mm-hmm. And I've and that was, what was that, 18 months ago maybe? I'm still getting text messages. I don't know if it's 100% down to me. I think maybe 80% down to me. <laughs> right, Like okay. I think 20% was you provoking me. Right, And then 80% sure. oh, okay, was me actually fair. doing I'll, it. I'll cop that. Yeah. So, uh, it's out there. You'd, you'd think it would have died down by now. It hasn't. Um, I copped a text message, was it last night or the night before? Um from myself. Um, I, I don't know how this works, but there's some sort of um, um, deal where you can just use someone else's phone number or something to send someone else a text. So I get a text message, and this is me in a house, in my house, where we are right now, by myself. Yeah, really paint at, the picture, yeah. Yeah, at 11pm, <laughs> in the dark, watching a show completely in the dark. I get a text message. I look up, it's from Carl Chandler saying... It's 11 p.m. on a Sunday night. Awesome. Do you know where your Dasselow is? Awesome. I love it. I love it. And then you, because you told me that, and then you took to Facebook like a concerned mum. Yeah, yeah. And are just like, does anyone know how you, how you, how a person would possibly send a message from yeah. a, di- and make it look like from a different number? Yeah. And everyone right. thinks that I'm just wanting to defraud yeah. someone to yeah, do yeah, it myself. Yeah. But it's, it's me literally going, am I in the twilight zone? Is this a real thing? Am I going to die? Well, should we introduce the guest who uh, who knows a bit more about this? Who, who, when I walked in here, was kind of here helping you sort out all the technical problems in your yes, life, trying to yes. find you new internet. Uh, you'll know him from It's a Date and Dirty Laundry Live. Please welcome into the little Dum Dum Club, Ronnie Chang. Yay! What up, bro? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. <laughs> thanks, man. Should we immediately introduce the other guest? Yes, please. Uh, you'll know him uh, from all sorts of shows that he's done, uh, Triple J on Sunday nights, and from his new book, Murder in Mississippi. Please welcome back into Little Dum Dum Club, John Safran. G'day. Yes. Thank you for having me back. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> this is a this is a real trip because I think the last time we had you on uh, was one of our comedy festival shows, and I think maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but you just... You had just gotten back from America, maybe? Yes, so so I, don't, just... I don't look like a loser in your eyes, because you know how like <laughs> yeah. everyone's always making these big promises about what they're doing and what they're working on, and so you would have thought, yeah, sure, John, you can no, get that book out. Yeah, yeah sure. but I'm one of those people. I'm, oh. I'm writing a pilot at the moment. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah so no, I'm, I... I'm working on sending text messages to myself. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cause I remember you, you were being uh, not... not you were a little bit vague about what was going, what had been going on there, because it was maybe you were saving it for the book or something. But I remember yeah, it being think, a bit of a thing where it was. Yeah, like, I was probably just hedging my bets just in case it never got printed or something. Just like, in case, by the look I didn't want to look like a jerk. Just in case you got you got knifed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, yeah. It's it's probably. Oh not. no! I was back then. I was safe from the knifing. I oh think, really? Then, wasn't I? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know because I, I went twice. I, I went for one month to cover this trial, this yeah. murder. And then the trial got delayed, so I came back to Australia. So I could have been in that in-between bit, and then I went back there again. Yeah. But now it, I'm your all book messed is, up and confused. Your book is one of the few books that's, that's got um, kind of a death threat to the author written on the front cover, <laughs> which, I quite, which I quite enjoy. Um, 
So, should we talk about this for a little bit? It's basically... Uh, you've got the book here, and uh, yeah. you know, I don't know whether we should talk too much about it, because clearly, you, you're, you're like 50 pages I'm from the so, end. I'm so nearly there. I'm so nearly there. Yeah, well, that, that's that's still pretty good. You got It's a long life. You don't all have to read one book in one go. I spent seven years in between starting Satanic Verses oh, yeah. and finishing it. There was yeah. like a seven-year gap in the middle there. So, you know... I've got so many books on the go that I – like, I don't know. Like, I used to be a real completist. Like, I would start a book and then I would finish it and I wouldn't get a new book until I'd finished the last one. And then something happened where I don't think I finished a book in, like, six I years. I it's the author's fault if you haven't finished the book, not your fault. I mean, maybe if you do 20 in a row, then it's so, your fault. So is this <laughs> no, that's where the bookmark is? Is this your fault, Joe? Yeah, that's my fault. That's my fault. <laughs> be, because – like they, they try to guilt you into it, but it shouldn't be like a guilt thing. Right. You should just move on to a book that you're enjoying and then... Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah you s- should be reading for enjoyment. There should be something... You should get something free every 10 pages. <laughs> Ooh, should be some I present. like that. An advent book. Yeah. It's like a chocolate at the end yeah. of each chapter. Yeah. But like a bad film, you're just like wasting an hour and a half. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Fine. You can't like waste a month yeah. on something. A book of, is a longer commitment. Yeah. There's only 12 months in a year and then the next thing you're dead. And then like, well, why, why did you suffer by self-flagellating <laughs> by reading that book? Mm, that wasn't any good. It's true because, yeah, finishing a book, the only, yeah, the only motivation is just, yeah, feeling good about yourself. Look how many books I've read. So we've been, we, while we were waiting for you to, to uh, arrive, John, we were being, um, what, uh, what's the word? Um, uh, cast, no, I keep thinking uh, castrated. It's not <laughs> castigated yeah. by young Ronnie Chang for using books still. He's well, like, I didn't what? Castig- castigate you for using a book. Didn't I you? said, I said you should, if you're going to buy a book, first of all, buy it from book depository so you don't pay for shipping. They definitely don't buy two books from two different locations and pay for shipping <laughs> for both. <laughs> you said don't buy a book because we should be all on, on e-books now. Oh, I, no, I didn't say we should. All, I, I, I use e-books and it's very convenient. I have a Kindle. It's, sure. and, and Kindles, uh, I think they make you... You know, if you if you feel you're a bit of a scattered brain with books right now, Kindles are even worse because you can have like you know ten thousand mm. books on there at once, and you re- reading in between each one. <laughs> but um, I think my my point was just don't buy. A book, two books from two different locations, and pay for shipping for both. He didn't even combine shipping. You didn't even combine shipping. You know, like usually when people talk about the arts, it's all about oh, what do you do to support the artist yeah, or whatever yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. He's got on this obsessive sh- on the thing about the shipping. The shipping. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I said. I'm supporting the postal industry. <laughs> like, like that's a weird thing to be like passionate about. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you uh, haven't you haven't met Ronnie Chang? Oh, yeah. So. yeah. It's like Tom and Alex on Triple J this morning did a thing to raise money for Syria. Ronnie Chang's on this podcast just trying to pump up FedEx, yeah, yeah. just trying to get them. A bit more buns in yeah. their container. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a this is maybe too Aspergery and uninteresting. So this you can stop me at any point, like you can stop reading that book. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, Put the book bookdepository yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. is like it's got a little trick to it because you think oh, you're this, getting. Is a cheat to a? <laughs> you to think a, you're to getting the website? because they they you think you're getting the UK price mm-hmm. and just convert it to Australian dollars. But actually, because the internet's really smart or whatever, it knows you're in Australia and it's a different price. True. Oh. 
Yes, it, it, it's not. It, it knows you're in Australia, and it's instantly giving repricing it for Australia. Oh, okay. So and just, arguably, the, the the sting in the tail is they're loading in the cost of delivery that's uh, supposedly free. So oh. it's not. So it's not converting it like based on the dollar. Like yeah. it's not going from the UK site and going it's eight pounds. So therefore, that's it's just yeah. making up its own price. Yeah, it's making up saying. a new price. Right, and we're we're idiots. So so if you've got that computer thing, like if you're Julian Assange and you know how to hack into your computer to make it seem like it's coming from the UK. I'm, I'm He's It'll a be big a different price. I'm, t- I'm tipping he's a big book orderer yeah. online. That's yeah. what he's doing in the embassy, just getting all these books sent in. Ronnie Chang looks furious that his, that his precious <laughs> little book furious. depositories come under fire. Yeah, oh, exactly, because this makes you look like because no, uh, no. <laughs> your whole routine is how smart are you on the shipping fee? <laughs> and well, this is like you've been well, scammed well, by the book depository. Well, how, how are you being scammed? How are you being scammed if it's still a low price? Like no yeah. one's being scammed. No one's being scammed. Are they making a profit? Well, good for them, but yeah. but. No one's being scammed here. Like you're it's being, still cheaper you're than you're being scammed. You're being told to pay money for these books. You invented paper. You're <laughs> you should be getting it for free. Going, what, what, everything always gets racial on this show. <laughs> I don't think it's fair. Enough. I'm just like surprised that yeah, as you right. heard, it's like this is your social justice cause. Oh no, I just I, I, I just I'm, I'm just uh, I'm just really not a fan of inefficiency. And I think that <laughs> I just think that if you're paying for shipping from two different locations when you could be paying no shipping or even combined shipping. Is well, a bit of a travesty. You could local bookshop and like be You like could. Friendly. Hey, look, you could support your local. I'm all for that. I'm all for supporting your local book guy. Um, <laughs> your local yeah. book guy? Yeah, I've got a dealer. I've got a Your friendly neighborhood Spider Man as well. You're a, you're a fan. The guy who walks down the street with the cart going, fresher books are this morning. <laughs> yeah, it's literally what he has. This guy's been on my street since I came to Australia. Like nine years. He's still been, he's been there before that, obviously. What, but what are you talking about? What guy's been on your street? <laughs> this guy's selling books on my street. He's what? Been selling, yeah. He's at the uh, next to the subway. Uh, oh, to now I'm interested. KFC well, guy. he's out the front of fast food. No, no, he has his own shop. But oh, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> that's I'm not a saying, guy in the street. That's, well, a, guy that's a shopkeeper. What's his shop called? It's uh, oh man, I wish I could plug it. I can't even remember. <laughs> it's on Swanson Street. Can't miss it. It's near Melbourne Uni. Free shipping. It's the yeah, free shipping. If you walk in there, yeah. he doesn't charge shipping. <laughs> Wait, uh, you mean to tell me that they take it from the back room into your hands <laughs> and they don't charge you wow. a red cent? Not wow. a cent of shipping. Well, no, yeah. What? Just one book? You don't even have to bundle it together no, with to another combine, book? Yeah, or? you can take as many as you want. No shipping. It's wow. just limited. I am right. actually impressed. The fact that there's a bit of bookstore that's been in business for nine years now—that is pretty impressive. That's what I'm saying. Like in this day and age, right? All these bookstores are closing down and this guy's you know he's he's stood resolute you know if you're an author and if you sign the book they're not allowed to send it back the, oh. the bookshop oh really yeah it's like you can't return like headphones like yeah headphones. like Penguin said really to me when i was going around like in the opening week going to different stores and like signing it mm-hmm. going, oh this is really good because they won't be able to send them back now <laughs> and i just thought really is this like our that's like buying a book. selvo strategy that seems like the, like <laughs> yeah. the desperate like after a year when it hasn't worked at all strategy yeah. <laughs> rather than the, than the yeah, that, and that's going on week one and we're doing this so they can't send them Yeah, and also back. it's kind of a diss. It's like no one will want this back now that it's got your dirty old signature yeah, 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 on it. Yeah, yeah, now yeah, that he's yeah, written yeah. his name yeah. in silly font. We don't yeah. want this crap. How are we going yeah, to move this graffitied horrible old book now? How yeah. many do you reckon you signed? Because Carl, you had to do, you edited a book that you yeah, had to do we're that fellow, for. Yeah, because we're fellow sort of fellow penguin authors. <laughs> oh, yes. What's yeah, your book? Yeah, yeah. What, what's mine called? Yeah. It's called Funny Buggers. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's a joke book. Um, yeah, I, I actually now recall. I remember you telling me this last time. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, well, here's, here's my question to you. What's your, what's your deal with Penguin? Oh. What's your, <laughs> what's your, let's deal get to Bunce. Penguin. Let's get to the Bunce. <laughs> the, uh, do you buy books from them and then, you know, when you do your shows, you can sell them at the end? Ah, uh, yeah. No, no. That can be done. Yeah. Apparently, the, 
the, the thing is, again, just stop me if this isn't highly boring, <laughs> is that when you do that, they don't get scanned and go into the chart. Oh, so, right. And getting into the chart obviously has this momentum because people go, oh, well, that book's number 10, so that sure. must be a good book. Yeah. So that's why sometimes Penguin are a bit dark on doing oh, that. Like, Chandler, you blew it. But they yeah. get, but they get them. They get the money, so they're still happy with that. They're happy with the cash. Yeah, but yeah. So, like, ideal world, it'd be getting the cash. So that's plus. that's what stopped me from being in the New York Times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. That, oh, the, that you told me that, and that does kind of. I don't know. It's like you know when you don't quite know how something works, and then you you find out from the inside. It's like yeah. you having to buy copies of your own book yeah. to sell. I mean, it makes perfect sense. I get it, but it also it's like. Ah, oh, it's a little bit well, depressing. I, I oh, no, but you're allowed to return them, aren't you? you? It wasn't like you buy them at your risk, was it? No, you, I don't know if I can return them, but I buy them for a certain price. Yeah. And that's fine. And I emailed them, because it's been out for two years now, so I emailed them the other day and went, so it's been out for two years, you don't want that crummy old book at your warehouse, how about a bit of sweet, uh, massive, massive discount? And they sent me back an email going, no, we're all right. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine in the warehouse. <laughs> it is still pretty cheap when you buy them yourself. Like, they give you a big cart. Oh, don't they? it's not overly cheap, I oh, don't really? think. Plus, yeah. then Chandler charges people $60 shipping per yeah. book. <laughs> per book. Not even per package, yeah. per book. No, I just wondered whether, whether I'm, I'm some chump getting just a horrible price and, and it's like, oh, he's on, he's on the radio. We better, better not muck around with that guy, you know. Let's just pick on the podcast dickhead, you know. <laughs> So you guys He's got no it. outlet to complain about the price, you know, yeah. whereas Saffron can get on Triple J and go, all young people don't buy books anymore. That's it. <laughs> I think you are a bit paranoid about Penguin's war against you. <laughs> <laughs> Just for sort of like observing the overall facts, it, more, it seems more like they like you and published your book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That seems to be like the salient bit. Yeah, well, this yeah. could be your next, because this book is about you going to Mississippi and covering the trial of the man who murdered Richard Barrett. Next, yeah. you could be covering... Yeah. The trial of Penguin's defamation suit against well, Carl Chandler. Let's just say it'd be more likely to be the death of books. The, be- the death of Penguin, I think, would be the uh, the more likely option. Yeah, you're on your like way out, idea. especially when Ronnie Chang has his say. Full disclosure: Now, Ronnie Chang got here a bit early while we're waiting for you, and he. Um, I'm struggling with my internet here. I'm not. I'm not a massively tech savvy dude. Um, it's going very slow. <laughs> Ronnie gets very, very frustrated, as you can already tell, with yeah. shipping, let alone technology. Uh, so he's got here. I'm on a. I'm on a reasonably bad deal. I, is what I found out from Ronnie Chang before. Oh, yeah. I'm on. Uh, what is it? Thirty you, gig. You're not very good with deals. Yeah. <laughs> you have no leverage of anything. Why do you sign such bad deals? Can you get some bigger deals? You need like a rep. Did yeah. Penguin hook up your internet for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it yeah. Penguin internet? Yeah. Sorry, what was your deal again? You don't even know your deal. That's yeah. that's the other thing. You don't even know yeah. what your deal is. It's, it's something like thirty gig for seventy dollars, I think, a month. And apparently that's deal. that's terrible. <laughs> that's the worst deal. So ever. anyway. Apparently, so Ronnie got so frustrated. He went, "That's it. I'm going to negotiate a new deal for you. That's it." He's been on the. He's, he's been doing on his the laptop. voice. He's doing the voice. He's been on his laptop for the last half an hour, talking to a Dodo.com expert online, <laughs> pretending to be me. Yeah, because you you won't get your you won't get moving. So I have to pretend to be you. Yeah. But this guy's asking me uh, as I'm in person. So I have to log into the online chat to chat to the sales rep, right? So I log in as Carl. I put your email address, I put your phone number, and he's like... Which I didn't give to him. <laughs> yeah, I just, <laughs> I just, just took it. Already. I just took that stuff. Um, and then he asked me, um, 
while I'm checking in on your on on connecting account, can I ask you how much are you currently paying with your Telstra cable? And I said, you know what? I don't know. I don't know how much I'm paying because I'm incompetent and I, I'm just not good with internet, so I can't tell you any information. He's like, yeah, but what what kind of internet is it? Cable? Is it? I don't know. I don't know what what, do you, what, what would you like. To, I don't know. I just know I I would like to get ADSL in my apartment. That's yeah. all. Yeah, so I can't even give him any details because you don't know any details. Yeah, it does mm. seem like because I've got like unlimited, I can just do whatever I want. Yeah, with it, and it's less than that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What's thirty? It's not very much. It's literally I said to Ronnie before. It's literally I get home and my girlfriend's on iView and I'm like, stop that, shut down the computer right now. We can't afford to be watching it's, time of our lives. It's 2013. There yeah. is no, there is no reason. Like, because yeah. we were on a plan for a little bit where we'd get these emails going. Oh, tread lightly, boys. You're about to go over your cabinet. Like, there's no reason for this. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason yeah. for this. Yeah, I have to. I start. I, I can't go down that burrow hole of uh, <laughs> the YouTube. burrow hole. Yeah, you know that term. Yeah, um, of YouTube anymore because I'm like, oh, I can't just watch. Drive Bunny and the Master Mixes video clips anymore because uh, it runs out. Like I'm sitting, I'm crawling Dude. along. You, you're in a kind of pretty disgusting point you're in your life. Subsidising the rest of Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we can all get cheap internet <laughs> yeah. because you are paying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have I have seventy bucks a month limited. <laughs> <laughs> Very limited internet. <laughs> you're kind of in this disgusting point in your life where you you like things have gone very well for you recently you've been very gainfully employed yep. so you're just at this point where you can just be paying for shipping from yeah, yeah. books from all corners of the globe yeah, yeah. paying money for internet I'm that so, you get I'm, a I'm, megabyte a month and you just don't you don't even care I'm so well off I'm using 80s technology <laughs> everywhere paying extra for books paying for dial up internet for some reason <laughs> oh I do like I miss that I miss that noise yeah. that the noise of the internet yeah. the dial up internet yeah yeah because yeah. it felt like I, I miss having to do something to get on the internet where it felt like just by being there you'd accomplished something mm. this you is know? Full di- yeah again full disclosure so Ronnie's been working on my behalf and you know not to not to make the full cliche but Ronnie is a young Asian man who's come on and taken on my IT supervisor's it's role without just art, without gets reassured with you guys. No, but that's a fact. It's just a coincidence. Jesus. <laughs> it's more coincidence than a fact. Can I, can I tell you something what this guy said? This guy says, um, oh, you're going to have to edit this part out. Oh, edit, edit, edit. Um, just keep saying edit so I know edit, when, edit, when edit, to do edit, it. Edit, yeah, you stop saying edit, edit now. So <laughs> how in? are we supposed to know? Keep we this could bit in. kind of like tell jokes over this oh, okay. in this blank spot you <laughs> okay, know go ahead. <laughs> go ahead well I was about to say because you know John you say several times in the book you're a self-confessed race trekkie so anytime Carl in this podcast has kind of had dealing with Ronnie I've just seen your face light up like the, <laughs> oh what's the, ra- race trekkie it's like a space trekkie like a star right. trekkie but the, instead of being obsessed with like Star Trek yeah. and, and science fiction it's all about like racial issues right and that's sort of like why I can write a book like Murder in Mississippi about a, a race crime yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed just like a Doctor Who fan right except about you know yeah, Klansmen yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to see John's book in Carl's delicate hands not knowing how to kind of like dancing his way around the issue of race. <laughs> so then I'm talking to this guy and, and let's, you know, his skin was a, um, just, how would you say it? Just uh, two pages let's, of trying to describe the guy. He was banging a gong. Um, <laughs> what would you call those people? The, um, yeah, I could, I should totally uh, like comic com and stuff and people can come dressed yeah. up as characters in the book. Oh, like, I love like cosplay. Is that, is that cosplay really? You know, yeah, cosplay. Hoods? That's yeah. cosplay. Yeah, cosplay Saf- murder in Mississippi. Yeah. Who wants to be blackface? <laughs> who wants to be Klansman? Yeah. Can I like, you be a nerd? Because, you know, you look at people who are massive Batman or Doctor Who fans. Can you be a nerd about race? Oh, yeah. You've, re- you've read 
yeah. except for 50 pages of that book. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty nerdy. You, yeah, you're right into it. And it's interesting because it's like, I, like I've just, you know, bef- uh, as of the last year, gotten really into like true crime stuff. And so I'm, I'm loving that at, like side of the book and I'm finding it really fascinating. But I think it does say a lot about like, you know, where your interests lie because it's this whole thing like there's, you know, 10 pages of you talking to this guy who's like killed this white supremacist and really fascinating but then you go to a diner and you're like yeah then I had some chicken fingers and then got back out I'm like well, hang on let's let's talk about the chicken fingers yeah. a little bit more like what kind of dips did they have like what are like, chicken fingers the, I don't, uh, he's the one accusing me of eating chicken fingers. <laughs> there is a bit where you're eating chicken fingers near the like start. Like, you know, is eating... that the bit that you've bookmarked here? Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that what that is? <laughs> you go through and it's just I've highlighted every time food gets <laughs> Do you mentioned. know in the pages bit in the middle, we, we have to be very delicate because I basically got like really blown up. In Mississippi, like what do you mean blown up? Like had junk food <laughs> three oh, meals a day. Oh right, oh, right. <laughs> there's and a better word for that than blown up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like just got uh, fat, like doughy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. Doughy, yeah. And so I was really sensitive. I told them a ping. I said, "Listen, <laughs> just I'm telling the you." The bit I know, where I, I say think, I'm fat, take uh, that out. Yeah, I know you think I'm above this, but I'm not above. <laughs> this. <laughs> do not. And so all the photos of me there are either from when I was on race relations and like. Not chub, yeah, or then sort of like distant shots where I'm in a loose shirt. And yeah, there's like a that. couple of very there's a couple of baggy jumpers going on. I've noticed. Oh, yeah. really? And there's one that's shot. A, that's a hang great, on. Now that you mention it, let that's me just a great find insight. This. I love that. There is a good one, actually. Yeah, and I just is it you this. just being in America? Because we've we've been a couple of times together. Here we go. There's just you from behind in that yeah. top right corner. Oh, right. So is that are you fat in that photo? You're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. That's some great trick photography. I love it. <laughs> yeah, is that much of a trick, just turning around? <laughs> Got him. You know when you, you know, like the FHM and stuff are always accused of like airbrushing. It's yeah. like, no, they just get the models to turn I, around. I like the idea that because books are going badly, Penguin don't have the, the budget to, to get Photoshop in. So it's like, John, if you can just turn around. <laughs> but um, you should, I, how much do you reckon you put on? Oh, I know. I put on, I've lost 12 kilos since coming back. Wow. Is it and is is that the thing where me and Tommy have been overseas to, to America twice and we both come back really sort of blown up as you say? Um, Wait, what, what do you mean blown it, up? Like fat or like blown up? <laughs> yeah, we're dead. We exploded. You come back yeah. dead. No, right. um, is is it just the food? Is it just? I the, think they've got. Do you know they've, they've got different sugar than us? They've got that corn syrup. Oh, oh yeah. Malt- malt- and that's, that's no good. And you can just taste it. You can't get things that don't have sugar. Like you get mm. bread, like a loaf mm. of bread, and it tastes like cake. Yeah, right. yeah, right. Well, I'll tell you right. what, I mean, in the US, it's like whatever they serve you as a normal serving size, they should just divide that by four. Yeah, right. right. It's always just, the, it's always blown up. It's always the most. Because they make food. their fast food so tasty. That's the <laughs> thing. And also because you're traveling, like, we would yeah. go out and, and, and wonder why we're putting on pounds. It's like, oh, that's because you're going to In N Out every meal. <laughs> like, normal people don't do and that. And they try to introduce new meals. When I was there, Taco Bell, they had an ad campaign. <laughs> they had an ad campaign, which was all about the fourth meal. And oh, it was great. Right. And it was, it was about how at about late <laughs> oh, at night, what? at midnight, they, they were trying to make this, this new thing where you have a fourth meal and they try to make it like you're being oppressed. He goes, you know when you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and they've only said you're allowed three meals. Come for them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's incredible because that, that's classic advertising, like inventing a thing and then owning yeah. it. The yeah. fourth, I'm actually amazed that it's taken that long for someone to do that, for someone to just wow. not invent. That's pretty smart. Yeah, that's, pretty that's incredible. Smart. And the, the, other, the other thing... And was, the, it, was their concept a, like a midnight meal? Is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, yes. Wow. And they tried to like normalise that. The other thing at the Walmart that I was at, they had these little electric trolleys and you couldn't quite prove it. 
Like, because there was always plausible deniability that somehow, like, oh, I'm just so exhausted. That's why I need to go on this electric trolley or whatever. Oh, that you ride on yourself? Yeah. Oh, right. But it really was just for obese people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, because who are these people that are somehow not disabled enough that they don't have a trolley, but then need one in a... When they get to Walmart. Yeah, Yeah, my my girlfriend worked at uh, Disney World for a year, and... It was. I went to visit her. Oh, no, she was there for six months. I went to visit her, and it was the same. There's like when you get there, there's this huge bank of those rascal scooters, and a lot of the people on them are like, you know, there are some like really, really huge people, and then there's people that you go, you're not that big. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just late. It's just wanting to like hoon around yeah, yeah. Disney World, which t- to be fair does sound. Does look kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and if you could, if you could, like hotwire it and get it up to some serious speed. And it takes so long to get on a ride at Disney World. Yeah. You might as well just get on the scooter and yeah. like, go around on that. <laughs> and the, and the combination of that, and then like a lot of the snack bars in one of the theme parks, you can get these like just legs of like ham, like like Fred, what? like Fred Flintstone. You know, on the Flintstones when he goes to the Water Buffalo Lodge and they're just eating like a giant hunk of ham on the bone. A thing that big that people are just carrying around. Oh, wow. One arm on the steering wheel of the scooter, just gnawing on a hunk of meat. It's, you know I'm having a flashback? I could be wrong, but it's something bad about me, so it's not like I'm big-upping myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm down yeah. myself. I think I stole when I filmed on Race Around the World, like about 12 years ago. Oh, yeah, when you snuck I, into Disney World. Yeah, I yeah. think I stole maybe like a, pep, uh, a peanut... Like snap or what? What do you what call that thing where it's like peanut peanut brittle? Peanut brittle. Yeah, peanut brittle. I, and I think it was just a thrill. Is that an actual thing? Because like, I thought that's just a thing where you offer someone peanut brittle and yeah. it snaps on your fingers. Yeah, I the, didn't know that was an prank, actual thing yeah. you could have. But I think it was like a thrill kill thing. Like there was no need for me to do it, <laughs> except it was like, oh my god, I can probably get away with this. I can probably get away with this. <laughs> that's great. And I was in my early twenties. There's no, there was, there's no like, oh, I was just thirteen or whatever. Or I was just eight. I, I'm like. Yeah, in my early 20s. And Man, just stealing peanut brittle. Stealing <laughs> peanut brittle from Disneyland. Yeah. Well, so, you need to edit that whole part out because we can't have that kind of disclosure on the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Walt's minions do listen to this thing pretty yeah. hard. You'd better go home and like burn that and dispose of that peanut yeah. brittle so that they can't, when the yeah. cops come and knock after they hear this. Have you got this thing, Ronnie? Have you got your Yeah, yeah. So he goes, uh, so I'm talking to the Dodo sales rep live And chatting. again, Dodo, like, I'm thinking you're going to give me some whiz-bang hot technology. Dude, it's Dodo. Yeah, you s- good, yeah, the company I- who has the worst ads of any internet <laughs> service provider, I'll say. Well, hey, dude, you could you could point and your th- finger. That tree outside is probably giving you a better internet deal than <laughs> than the deal you're in. Like, you're, you're telling me Dodo sucks, man. Look at what plan you're on right now. <laughs> but man, this is probably ob- an obvious joke, but Dodo is you know it's named after something that's extinct, <laughs> slow, and is a bird that doesn't that's fly. True. It's unfortunate, and they have to read. Yeah, Why do you they called it that? There's all these companies that are really successful. Where I'd go if I was in the meeting, I would have told them not to name. At that, yeah. that's, I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. The other one is like Amazon because I'd be thinking, Oh, you're reminding people that with lots of paper you're cutting, you're cutting down, down the trees yeah, in the yeah. Amazon, but clearly I just don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Tiger, don't, don't Tiger, Tiger Airways, yeah, yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah. I, you know what? Um, I reckon poison it is. chocolate. I, <laughs> <laughs> I reckon, I reckon they deliberately name it that way because they, they want to inspire comics to do a stand up routine oh, about right, it that gets right. big and just gets them more exposure. Yeah, because it's, like, it's like, Yeah, Dodo, like, what, what's the upside of Dodo? Yeah, they say Dodo, Dodo, internet. That flies and dodos didn't fly. Yeah, 
So yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah. there's a lot of um, yeah. flaws in there. Tell someone, them. get someone, on the chat right now. <laughs> I tell this you. guy. Someone that, from the marketing department of Dodo is just sitting there listening to this, going, "Yes, it worked perfectly." That is <laughs> five talking, free minutes we got talking, on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're talking about it. He goes, uh, "So I asked this guy, uh, how's your internet?" And then he goes, "It's good." And then I go, "Okay, well, how is it better than TBG or IINet?" <laughs> yeah. I mentioned his rivals, basically. And he said, "There's flies, mate." And he you goes, heard the jingle. <laughs> and he goes. Um, Oh no, I had it, I lost it. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Oh, I thought oh, that's yeah, what he said. gave you like 15 minutes. I know, I had it, I had it but I lost it. This is it. inefficient use of our podcast. <laughs> oh, oh no. Do you know, it could have been just a person named it Dodo without thinking and then they had to work backwards from that. Because you know, my business, you know, when you're young and you start up a business, yes, and it's like, yes. I just come up with a name or yeah. whatever. And so my one, because I thought I was funny because I was quite young, was your ex-boyfriend proprietary limited. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm just stuck with it. Like decades. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, so I've got like a checkbook that says your ex-boyfriend proprietary Right, limited. right. That's the thing when um, I first uh, like got to uni, it was like, you can name all the files, whatever you want. I'm like, oh, great. A shit burger. <laughs> dot, doc. And, and up your bum and whatever. And it's like, okay, guys, open up your files. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Which one was my assignment? Was it was it Dick Face or was it, or was it Dick Cheese? I can't remember which one it was. Uh, or the funny email address, which is like yeah. oh, yeah. like the tattoo of yeah. you know yes. the internet. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 exactly. A bit about how everyone's first user e- email username is just like you wouldn't you cringe. Well, what know? was yours? Mine was uh, if I do it, everyone has to do it. That's okay, sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine was uh, my fish ate me too. <laughs> At Yahoo, at Yahoo.com And the 8 was the number 8 And the 2 was the number 2 My fish ate me too. My, my yeah. fish ate me too Because you couldn't get My fish ate me I couldn't get my I couldn't get My fish ate me And it was pissing me off I'm like alright fine Well guess what My oh. fish ate me too There's something just so soul destroying Where I see someone Didn't get their name And they had to put a 1 yeah. after it God yeah. Not even a 1 Like this but There's, there's a comic called Dan- Daniel Connell A friend of ours um, And he's like Got Daniel Connell, and with the O, he's used a zero. So yeah, Daniel yeah, Connell yeah. zero eight. <laughs> yeah, he eight. couldn't get the first. Yeah, seven but of yours, that one. yours is Carl Chandler or one. No, no, that's my my Yahoo Carl yeah. Chandler ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I because I always number. it's fine. Yeah, I always used to get pissed off when you'd, you when you'd put in for what you wanted and it didn't have it, and then it would give you all the suggestions. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. What about your tactic? You think you were born on the end? It's like don't patronize me. Yeah, I know yeah, that's yeah. an option. So yeah. what? So what was yours? Uh, mine was um, mine was actually dodo.com. Yeah. Uh, like I had dodo. That was yeah. my first internet provider. So mention my name. They probably recognize me. They probably <laughs> bring remember. you back to your roots, man. Yeah, yeah. where I started. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go Retro. back into the files. What was it? It, was, it doesn't make much sense, but it's it, like I said, you know, you just put whatever in because you think that's funny. Right. It was cotus at, dot, at dodo.com <laughs> like because Coitus? I watched a documentary on the ABC about these people who weren't <laughs> quite there and there was a guy called Cotus that would walk around the street in Brunswick and was just... <laughs> And a complete idiot and would hang around the airport. And I was like, I want to be that guy. So my name was Codus. It was a wow. great... If anyone... You know what? If anyone knows this documentary, I would love to see it again. It was called On the Waves of the Adriatic. And my fr- and we were obs- me and my friends were obsessed with this documentary about these three bumbling idiots that would just walk around Brunswick. And one day my friend 
pulled up at traffic lights and one of the guys from the documentary was there. Like, you know, he was only half there sort of walking there going, oh, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) So my friend opened his door and goes, get in, Codus, and like made him get into his car and was driving him around. And the guy was just scared in the car going, I don't know where I am anymore. And then he was just like, let me out here. And he just got out in the middle of nowhere. And that was it. And my friend rang me immediately and went, you know, your email address, Codus, (laughs) he was in my car just then. Oh, wow. So it actually became a real life story. And by the way, we have to edit that whole thing up because I'm pretty sure you just disclosed that your friend kidnapped someone. So we, we <laughs> no, probably get that out. Really appreciate having the, the audio edit points yeah, yeah, yeah. spelled out for us. Uh, yeah, what was yours, Tommy? Uh, mine was <laughs> mine was Hangman at Hotmail because I just liked, again, and I just... got Hangman? That's yeah, pretty great. Yeah. Like Hangman, straight up Hangman. No. Oh, no, it was Hangman. It was Hangman 2K. It was like back in the... It was like... It was the, it was the turn of the 90s when it was like that was yeah. the thing to put 2K. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be dated. It, it, was like, yeah, it was like 1999 and it was like, let's get boys... Because me and my mates all had 2K at the end. It's like, let's get in on the bottom floor of the yeah, 2K yeah, explosion. Yeah. 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 That, that was, hang on, when did you get that? Did you get that in like 2001? Because <laughs> that would have been more impressive. No, it was like 99 or something. I think, 99. What about all those internet suffixes that they say are going to be the next big thing and like you should try to get your name with it, like, like dot, dot name. Biz, dot biz. Yeah, dot biz. Oh, yeah, dot biz. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's all crap. Dot, dot co dot nz. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think even UK became dot dot. Co. They stopped doing .co.uk. Oh, really? Is that, is that right? I can't remember. Maybe. Can't it does sound like a thing that would yeah. be real. But yeah, I'm, I'm wanting to do that. Like, I've, I've got my website that has absolutely nothing on it, carlchandler.com, but I, I should get one of those ones that's like carl at carlchandler.com, surely. But instead, yes, I've you got should. my Yahoo okay. account. <laughs> does, do, you, do you reckon you sound like a jerk or not a jerk if you've got your name as your email address? So john at johnsafran.com. I reckon is that's it, better than me at johnsafran.com. Yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. me that's, at. I've got that. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Really? Why not? I just don't. It sounds dumb. Really? Yeah. yeah. Because I, I just think it's like yeah. Tommy at Tommy. It's like no shit. It's yeah. Like you at you. Yeah. I've just investigated this because I was, um, <laughs> uh, when I was applying for jobs, I was trying to figure out, like in the corporate world, what's the most professional, because ah. you can't send my fish ate me. So, yeah. so this, it, it actually is important. It kind of matters. Well, you can't when you don't have it. You had right. to say my fish ate me. <laughs> unless, unless you're going for a job at Hotmail and like, Wow, you've right. done really well with this I, yeah, I You actually, can't even apply for a job at the aquarium Because you sound unprofessional <laughs> You know, you got ate by fish Not safe around the Yeah, yeah. Um, And actually, I, I actually argue that Anything other than a Gmail account You know, if, if someone applied for a job using Yahoo I'd be like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I agree completely So, so that matters But then, then the argument is Is Ronnie at Ronnie Chang Is that too much? Like what John's yes. That's what they're saying I think that that would be the stat I think that's okay Ronnie at Ronnie Chang That's because you're being formal And you can, you can, you can argue that that email address Is something that you chose that Because it'll stick with you mm-hmm. Whereas Gmail might, might be bankrupt But Ronnie Chang will never be bankrupt yeah. <laughs> And what about <laughs> Ronnie Chang will never be bankrupt. Yeah. Can I? What about this, Ronnie? Can I? Can I have? Can I yeah. have Tommy Dasolo at Ronnie Chang? <laughs> Do you reckon no. we can get that going? Is there any chance of that? I can hook up that email address that, for you. Please. I can do that. Uh, that I you actually want that, that email address? I, want that. <laughs> I can do that. We can hit that up. Let's do it, man. Let's go into cahoots. Yeah. Yeah. And what about the particular Aussie angle of people think you're a wanker? Like, how, yeah. do, how does the John at John Safran? 
But you're never gonna get around like how how you not a wanker? Like what? <laughs> how are you? How is it possible to not be a wanker? What? Like, with, with, yeah, John Stafford at gmail.com Like what? See, I guess if I, I I had a better business name, it could be John at whatever that better business yeah. name was. But now yeah. I, I can't be John you at boyfriend.com you, you can't be a wanker by going like who's going John at John Stafford? <laughs> <laughs> who's he think he right, is, John? Right. I'm just paranoid about Aussies because they they've got a real low bar before they accuse you of being a wanker. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Once yeah. this person saw me drink a red wine. <laughs> <laughs> In a, in a pub Like I, all I did was like Because I don't really like Drinking that much alcohol And then if I'm like Forced to be social It's like that yeah. And and then suddenly On Twitter I saw you Guess I've done that around the pub <laughs> said, Wanker and, and then this other time I swear I was wearing this scarf And it was like Cold and everything It's just this red scarf Something like that. Yeah and then George I've never now seen In a red scarf Wanker <laughs> Oh, your precious creature I, comfort. Yeah. But couldn't you go the other way, like in, in this country, like if there is there is such a low threshold and just accept that it's going to happen no matter what you yeah. do. So just, you know, just don't worry I about it. I want to argue John idea. at John Saffron is safe. Yeah, it's like email me at johnsaffron.com is when I start you, to get like... But when someone goes, oh, the, the email address is john at johnsaffron.com or whatever, because yeah. I've heard you mention that on, on your radio show, <laughs> yeah. you're looking for submissions and stuff. Um, like I hear that and I just go... That's not your real email address, though. You've got a Gmail account somewhere that that's oh, being forwarded to. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you? Because do you have a ba- do you have a secondary personal one, a secondary email address? Do you have, got, do you have John second... at RonnieCheng.com? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got I've got uh, John Safran at gmail.com. Oh wow, you're just giving them all you out. You can't give that away. Like yeah, well, they are like when I'm writing the emails to the killer in that book. Oh I, yeah, I've got the my actual email address too. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. So you you now after this show literally and people will do it that listen to this show, you're going to have to sift through you you're, you're going to have files full of idiots going, "Hey, fuckhead, nice fucking wine, nice scarf, you idiot." <laughs> and and they're sitting in the same box as you've got murderers emails. Yeah. Yes. I guess these guys are future murderers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's an epic defeat. Can you pass me the book? I want to show you this epic defeat of at the end at the very end of the book. And I, I think it's penguin. I don't want to start a fight. I don't want to start a war with penguin. I've done some drawings of you in the margins. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, after the acknowledgement, I thought oh, I'd be really cool for me to look. Got a lead for my next true crime story, and then I've got a PO box, and then got my email. And they put the wrong email address. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They put John Safran at johnsafran.com. Ah, but right. then I. Ca- this is so boring. Then I. Got, I got, so now that's an email. Oh, that's a thing now, right. So now yeah, you've got yeah, yeah. several. I John like Saffron it. at johnsaffron.com is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit repetitive, yes. It's an yeah. internet stutter. Yeah, I like the, uh, I do like the call out at the end of the book for more crimes. It's like, it's like unsolved mystery yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah, looking yeah. for cases. That's, that, that's what I was going to say before with the, um, with that at the start of the show when I was talking about someone has sent me, you know, this text and it says from Carl Chandler, um, I, I was like, I immediately replied to it, like going, "What the fuck are you trying to do?" And then it just goes straight to me because oh, oh, yeah, oh. So oh man, I go, stuck in so a loop. I send that thing and go, "What the? Who the fuck are you? What are you trying to do?" Send and then immediately get a response. <laughs> I go, "Oh fuck, that was quick." And then it just goes, "Who the fuck are you? What are you trying to right, do?" Right, like, right. Oh, just I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and and I and I go, "Oh, what else have I texted to myself?" And all I've texted to myself since I've had this phone. Are people's number plates that have like cut me off and stuff, and I'm just going, oh, I'm going to get this guy somehow. Um, Str six wow. seven one. What an angry dude! The you actually do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and do you ever do anything with the information? No, no, because then they cut you off. You write. By, by the time you write it down, you get to a traffic light. You're like, 
Oh, i got better stuff to do than that. G'day, the coppers. Got some numbers for you. And also, that's a very inefficient way to... Why don't you open your notepad and write... Why are you SMSing the numbers to yourself? It's costing... Yeah, you should go to copdepository.com. They file all that stuff for free for you. I should get the app for that. Put these cunts in prison. The new app. Yeah, I, I'm interested in what Safran's first email address was. Yeah, your handle, your user. Oh, I had, I think I had xfriend at hotmail dot com. Oh. Xfriend, yeah. Is it ex or just x? No, ex. Okay. So I was like pretty happy that I got that early. That my bi- my big regret is I remember when I got johnsafran dot com as a domain. Now I could have got safran dot com because it was such early days. Right. And but I got johnsafran dot com, and then safran dot com is like this huge, like I think they do. In Germany or something, and they do oh. yeah, right. aerodynamic. You know, it's like yeah. Boeing or something. Yeah, some, so some, you could have held out on the name. Yeah, and, and stung them for some sweet. Yeah, that's why I keep on thinking like, what that could was have been in Breaking Bad, wasn't it? In about season two or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you could have had your email. This would be great, John at Safran dot com. I like that. It's just kind of like your full name oh, yeah, across yeah. the course yeah. of the email address. So you, you're saying that you could have cyber squatted basically and then sold that off. I know, but they probably just would have gone with, you know, saffran.biz. Yeah, uh, my, my saffran ate my fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saffran1.com. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I went to get it. I went to, yeah, um, I mentioned this recently. I went to buy a domain recently and it wasn't available and they the recommendations what? were like... You watched the domain? Why did you... Oh, because I made this little web series and I wanted to have oh, okay, a, a cool. dedicated domain for it and I was like, oh, cheaplunch.com. I thought you were doing something like on no, the side. No, no, yeah. no. And it wasn't available. And yeah, their recommendations were like, oh, you can't have .com, but what about .net? And it was like, don't you? Why don't you just you could legitimately? I've seen your. I, I've seen your project, and you could legitimately have <laughs> cheaptv.tv. No, I've got it now. I've okay, got it now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Someone, TV? someone who listens to the show bought it for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's you know, you guys are just really on the ball. That's what about that? How efficient's that? Hey, that is really. You efficient can't get any people. more efficient. Right. I didn't just spend a single cent of my own money. How is the dodo expert it's going? Yeah. We... So, so he goes. Ask him what his first email address was. <laughs> bring him in. Let's bring him in as a guest. <laughs> we should bring this dodo expert. Yeah. He's actually really helpful. He's saying stuff like, um, "So I'm talking about the competitors, TBGI Net. I'm like, oh, that's a great plan, dodo. But I'm going to look at TBG and I Net." This is a negotiating tactic, by the way. You always mention the competitor so they get angsty. Oh, this guy are. starts getting angsty. He goes, well, it's pretty obvious that I've narrowed down your options. I'm like, really? How have you narrowed it down? And he goes, <laughs> we know you deserve, we know what you deserve, and that's what we provide our customers. And TBG is that's using... That's my pickup line, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so why settle for less when you can get a better service with more features? And then I go, I don't... Is someone actually saying this? I don't know if he's copy and pasting or whatever. Yeah, yeah but he, he keeps going with it. And, uh, you know, and we've, we've had a... Well, I think I'm going to marry him. <laughs> we've had a <laughs> plug the plug discussion. the podcast. Plug yeah. the podcast in here. Are you, what, what have you got him down to? Have you got him down to a good rate yet, or what? Um, no, I, I didn't want to be rude. So I was I couldn't <laughs> focus on my negotiation. Yet, so oh, I, sure, okay. I, I contact him later. Well, you, I, I read this article about delivery. Speaking, you're obsessed with shipping. Yeah. And I don't know if I dreamt this, but I kind of dreamt it because it was so specific about you know drones. Yeah. That in Australia, it's I say like, I know them. I'm not sure if I do know them. But they kind yeah. of like float. They're like remote control things, yeah. but they're more nimble. Right. So it's like having a remote control helicopter, toy helicopter, except they're kind of more nimble, right? Or whatever. And then Barack Obama puts bullets on them or bombs, but you don't have to do that. You can just get. Anyway, right. apparently Australia is one of the few places where they're they're legal, provided yeah. they don't have bombs attached to them. So because in Australia, the show Harley Breen has bought one, and I'm like, and all I know of it is 
you know, you put bombs on it or whatever. And I'm like, who's he bombing? Yeah, but, they, <laughs> but they're no, testing but then... delivering solo books. So, oh, right. Yeah, and they're saying it's cheaper than putting it, like, shipping via, you sure. know, a courier or whatever. And it like, <laughs> only costs 80 cents a spot. And then and they, they, they'll carry your book and then... Very limited ho- range, though, surely. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Can I Look pay at the for skepticism a... in writing. I, He's not happy about I am going to buy a copy of your book. Can I get it delivered by a drone? drone? Can I get that? That'd be awesome. Like I think they're just uh, testing it at the moment, though. Right. Yeah, I don't. You need sure to like try it out. Your book. Yeah, you can't try. just deliver that. You know, it's not like the drone will come up to you, tap you on the shoulder, and here's your book. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll shoot that thing into your door. It'll slam in your face. Like it's not. It's not the delivery method. That's my. Well, you just need to start small, like John. If you kind of personally deliver these books to people, like that old McDonald's ad where the kid drives his remote control car down and gets delivery oh, taken yeah. back to him. If you just like attach a little camera and you drive oh. the book to people's houses uh, yeah. on a little. Well, I've been Drunk. looking for a bit of a publicity thing. You need those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure I was done. thinking of the other publicity thing. I haven't quite nailed it. Maybe we can brainstorm. It's something to do with James, uh, George Brandis and him like getting books. You know, that senator. Is he a senator or a house of rep for the oh. Liberal? And he got caught getting all these oh, books. Oh, yeah, right. And claiming them um, you know, on taxpayer money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I feel like there's some idea there that I haven't quite nailed with right. my book and yeah. that. And maybe claimed- the remote control drone can get in there. Yeah, I like the drones <laughs> a lot better. He yeah. just claimed the shipping costs on taxpayer money. Yeah, and that's yeah. what people are furious yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you can get it for you free. Can- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get onto your book depository book forum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nail that shit out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this is all interesting, this internet stuff, because I had a similar uh, internet thing happen yesterday. Our internet went down, so I had to call up oh, Very, very quickly. I'll just, I'll just tell you this. This is the, the depths of all of my lack of know-how. Yes. I, before all this happened, I drove to Nick Cody's house just to did. download a file. <laughs> because I, I didn't... I, I, it's, uh, it's not fast here, so just. I drove to North Melbourne... Downloaded a file, said thanks, Nick, and then drove back. And I can see on your desktop boobs.jpg, <laughs> and it looks like that trip was really Boobs one, I couldn't get boobs. Culture bringing the human race backwards <laughs> every day. But I felt like I got a little bit of karma from being so dumb with that because as I drove home, Nick <laughs> rang me and he's like, Oh, I forgot to do this when you were here. Can I just test out some jokes on you? And I'm like, well, This is weird, but go ahead. And then he started reading out. Stuff out of my notebook that I've ah, left at his house, uh, which is officially the worst thing. That's worse than being bombed by a drone. Is have your own <laughs> jokes read, read out you. at you. Great, as you're it's horrible. Yeah. Great. especially half-written ones in a book where it's yeah. just like, "What's up with balloons?" I'm like, "Oh." But isn't that the ultimate test? If you hear it in that way, read through someone else's voice, and you like it, yeah. then that's probably a good test that yeah. the joke's good. But if I laugh at it, but yeah. so uh, yesterday I had to call up uh, IONet and get uh, their their support team to help us get our internet back on track and uh, he's sort of talking me through it and it's getting pretty complicated he's like look we'll do this thing go to this site download this thing so I download it and I don't quite know what's happening and he goes now you just install that so then that installs and then he and then so I'm looking at my screen and then my mouse just starts moving around and he goes so now I've got remote access to your computer and I'm just Uh in here and so I can fix it up and I did not get briefed on this so so here's what I had open I was trying to (laughs) Ronnie's going to suggest that I edit this out I was trying to illegally download Pusha T's new album which if you if you do any of that kind of download stuff you'll know that those websites are just fraught with pornographic pop-ups so there's like 
just a, a <laughs> and especially when you deliberately click on them. <laughs> yeah. Especially when I'm in the middle of entering my credit card in. <laughs> so there's a repeating gif of some just hardcore sex happening in one corner yeah, of the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. I have three separate tabs open of my own website. Right. I'm on Facebook chat and I've just told someone to go fuck themselves <laughs> in a chat window. So he comes in and he and he sort of instantly sees all this and right. he's like Oh, um, and so just so you know, I'm I can now see everything in here. So if you click this, it go, I'm like, yeah, I'll just do a bit of tidying up before yeah. we get into it. Yeah. So yeah, I had to then That's do cool. all that, and then I had Facebook still open, and it was like, you know, up the to- if you get a message on Facebook, pop- up the top notification on the tab, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. say, and so it's just blinking saying Carl messaged you like the whole time he's doing it, and then after ten minutes he's like, boy, Carl really wants to speak to you, doesn't he? So yeah, it's oh, yeah, just really bad when they kind of poke into your private life like yeah. that like they tell you like oh this is a personable thing but it, like when I went to the post office if they can tell what my parcel is that's been delivered mm. they make a little comment about it and I'm oh. like I don't want that yeah it's, it's like bit... oh records are coming back yeah. and, like, <laughs> and so it's kind of like fine because they've just caught me with records but I'm like oh so do they just sort of observe and make judgments about every package yeah mm. it's like a head in a box that someone sent to your PO box after they've read the end of the book they're like oh I think you've got a live one here yeah. <laughs> good luck on this one but it's because it, it's this weird program that I had to put in and then he goes like he kept trying to reassure me he's like yeah yeah so after after we're done with this the program just automatically deletes and then you know you, we can't get in anymore and I'm like yeah but I, you know are it's you, that easy yeah. for you to just get in are you using a Mac or Windows? Mac okay because this is the thing I don't know if you guys remember like a couple of months ago in the papers uh, there were all these stories about these guys who had like been blackmailed by people who were like, yeah, we've got footage on you that we took from you. Like all this stuff about people's webcams getting hacked into and like them going, yeah, we've seen you do all this stuff and yeah, we want a billion dollars or we're going to release the footage. And I, it it was just this like week where there were all these stories about it and then I was about to have a little bit of private time in front of the laptop and I was (laughs) so paranoid that I actually went and got... I went, and got, I went and got gaffer tape and kind of like taped up the little camera <laughs> in the thing in my computer because I was all paranoid that someone was going to get footage of me and go, well, let's leak this onto the black market. Now, Ronnie, do well, you know like about you, webcams? Like you gaffer taped that yeah. up instead of and, – and all you did was just tell everyone that you were having a wank in front of the computer. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, do you know, like, uh, should we get be paranoid about web cameras? Man, I, I've I've got a bit about this. It's like what you're doing that's so interesting with your life that you're skeptical. Like that, you, okay, if you want to be paranoid, I know people who actually tape it up, tape up the tape up the yeah. webcam with with tape, like you said. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I just does it work like that? Is it? Yeah, if you tape it up, obviously they can't. No, no, they can't, I understand they can't how tape physics. works. I know yeah. how tape works. I'm yeah. talking about yeah. the actual camera. Yeah, <laughs> no, you can. Like theoretically, you could, you could, you could, oh, really? yeah, you could, but it's not. I don't know. I don't think it's it's very simple. You need to have pissed off anonymous for them to like oh, right. go yeah, after yeah. you or something. But you know, yeah. it's not like the Joe any Joe Smuck can can go on that. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At Hotmail, yeah, used to write yeah. average person named Joe Smucko. Joe Smucko. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty yeah. freaky though, sitting there and just seeing my mouse just yeah. kind of like yeah. looping around doing all this stuff. Right. And then I started thinking, should I just like. I should try and get a plug for the podcast in. Just like open a tab and start playing it. Just start playing it on iTunes. And he's like, oh, this is great. I'll have to start listening every week. Right. Yeah, uh, freaky. Yeah, I've, I've done that before. But yeah, I mean, you know that, you know, as a, as a young man, you're going to have things on your computer that probably you don't need everyone seeing. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah, that's a big yes. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's... I didn't know you could do that from a million miles away because that used to happen in, like, in a workplace to me. 
someone from IT would go, oh, I'll do that. And even in a workplace, I'd be like, yeah, probably don't look at a lot of stuff that's on my, com- on my work computer even, <laughs> even then. But yeah. well, It's like someone staying in your house where like I just always invent skeletons in my closet that aren't there. I'm right. like, oh, I don't want this person looking through my well, stuff. I'm pretty paranoid it. like that too because I've sold a couple of like media. Like I've, I've sold like oh, an yeah. SD card. I've sold SD cards, like used ones. I formatted it. I get really paranoid. I wipe it with like military grade, like wiping. <laughs> it just all you have to do is write on it. Once you write on it, it's over. Like yeah. you can't recover yeah, that stuff. Yeah. But if you format it, you can still recover it because I've recovered formatted stuff before. Oh really? Yeah. So you wanna you wanna write on it. But um, uh, I've I've well, I had a faulty hard drive. There are a lot of photos on it, which I managed to get off, and then I returned it for as part of the warranty. And as soon as I ret- as soon as I mailed it off, I just paranoid the whole time, just yeah. about like what was you know. Nothing happened, but you know, it's just the same paranoia that like I should have wiped it more or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I exchanged a, a Mac once uh, yeah. to get a new Mac. Yeah. And the guy just really over the top went, "Don't worry, whatever's on there, <laughs> we'll get rid of, and no one will see it." Like without me even asking, right. just goes, "Don't." And I'm like, and I'm like, "Is what was the." Computer particularly dirty? Was it? Right, was, right, did right. it have stains on it? Right. Why did you go over the top? Right, of right. your face. You do suspicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's coming in like, a raincoat, or? But like that being said, have you ever found like I can't remember where I was? I was on holiday somewhere, and I found someone's camera like in the street. Yeah. And you've got to look through. You've yeah. got to look through the photos. Sure. Yeah. And there's it's like finding. Or if you've ever found like a letter in the street that someone's written yeah. and tossed I away, love that. or That's the best. a page of a diary. There was this like, a shopping list. Are you guys talking about a letter on the street? You love finding letters on the street. Yeah. Yeah. What? I've done that before. It's awesome. You, f- how you, f- where? With letters on the street. Yeah, something. Will, well, people's letterboxes, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there was a um at the park near my parents' house. I remember one time I was down there and there was like kind of four or five pages of a diary that someone oh, had yeah, torn out awesome. and it was like bunched up and it was like detailing this really intense breakup that this young girl had had and all this stuff that the boyfriend had done to her. Yeah, it's fucking fuck. awesome. We oh, you know what? We found. Oh, was it me or someone else? Some, um, someone. I think someone found a bunch of my stories that I wrote, like as a as a child. Like you know, when you you write, what do you call it, process writing, or what did you call it? Like if you're in grade three and you'd write stories, you'd write a book, and they'd they'd package it together as a book. Did you do that? They'd bind it together, and, and it was like you'd written a proper book. Yeah. John, do you know what that's like? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you do that in grade three or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Someone found like a bunch of mine up the tip. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, cool, thanks, mum and dad." Mom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, my mates found a bunch of that sort of stuff, and it was like that. That was awesome because you find all these kids' stories and whatever. And there was one called the Three Shreels, and some teacher had let this kid write a book. Had just gone. I don't know what a shreel is. We'll just let that go. It was squirrels, <laughs> <laughs> but they'd spelled S R E E L S. You know, shreels. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Technology-wise, I'll say this, um, and you'll get this is just I'm just trying to bait you from now on. <laughs> but this is this is not quite super technology, but it, it does show what sort of household we run here. Yeah. Um, our shower head, we didn't know whether it was water pressure in the whole house or the shower head, whatever it was. We've been getting the worst showers of all time. It's just <laughs> so bad. But we've, we've been here. We've been here for three years the, and put up with it for three showers. years. Is it like dripping out? Like it's, it just sputters and it's ten out of ten hotness. Oh, and then right, right, right. 
right, nought right. out of ten. Right. Freezing cold. Just right. constant. The worst showers. The yeah. absolute worst showers. That is the worst though, because when I moved into my old house, like getting there and going, oh, this, you know, you, you, you go to the inspection, you go, this house is great, I want to live here. You sign the thing, you get in, and you yeah. go, great. You come to day one, you get in the shower and you go, oh, no. Lemon. Yeah. I'm a lemon. stuck with this forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what it is. So we've been here for three years, but instead of fixing it or finding out what was going on, we just go, oh, what are you going to do? Right. But my girlfriend's literally like, we have to move house. Yeah. Like, why? Because I don't like that shower. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. three minutes in your day. Yeah, Every yeah. day she goes, I don't care. Let's move. We're moving No, house. why? So we're, she's looking around exactly. to move houses because of yeah. the shower. Why? Head. Why live like that? Don't live yeah. like that. But yeah. it's like, it's such a fixable thing. I assume I've done nothing to prove sure, that. Sure, sure. I don't know. But not... So the other day she went to Bunnings and she's like, can you fix them? I'm like, I'm not that sort of guy. I'm not going <laughs> to fix that. She, Helpful. So we, she, she went to Bunnings and came back with a new shower head. And I'm like, what are you doing with that? And she goes, well, it could be just a shower head. I'm like, but who's going to fix it? And she's like, oh, I'll get my brother. And then she went, hey, there's a really great thing on TV and like distracted me. I'm like, oh, cool. And she gave me something to eat. And I say, she went around the back and tried to fix it herself. Yeah. And then it didn't get fixed. She just pulled it off and it didn't. You are not concerned at all about being a disappointment of a man, are you? There's no part of you. And for a guy that's under fire for lack of proposal and all that stuff, you're still more than happy to go, nah, you just trot on down to Bunnings. I'm just going to sit here Why and watch she... MotoGP. Yeah, yeah. And, but she came back and she couldn't get it working, so there's just a what hole you... in the wall where the water was coming out. <laughs> so now it's and, she, and she walks out and she literally, I'm watching and eating, and she walked out and went, oh, I'm just going to go down the shops and get a milkshake. I'm like, all right. And then she comes back like with all this stuff from Bunnings in a big bag. I'm like, they don't sell milkshakes at Bunnings, do they? And she's like, no, no. And then just walks in there and fixes it herself. It like, t- takes all afternoon. Oh, but she did it. Yeah, so now it's working. So we don't have to move house anymore. Oh, so it, the problem was the shower head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. This, is, this is embarrassing but true. That the only time I've been motivated to go to a hardware store to Bunnings was I had this uh, deluxe Scrabble board that was <laughs> <laughs> what with new letters. But no, it, it was like it was like wooden and it kind of folded it like at a hinge, and then it kind of broke. And then I was like, oh, I've got to, got to go get this fixed. Yeah. And yeah, so the first time I went to a hardware store was to fix my Scrabble board. Yeah, well, you've seen those ads on TV. Come down to you know Bunnings um, and get your Scrabble hinges. So <laughs> why wouldn't you, you go down there? But now that you mention it, that would be quite nice to have a board games day at Bunnings because you know they've got that bit up the back where they've got all those like pre-made little tree houses and sheds. And I don't stuff. know if you heard the story just before that I told. I do, I do not go to Bunnings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a thing that they have. There's right. little, there's little kind of you know little pergolas why, and why stuff for the back of your house. Why were you at Bunnings? What? Why were you at Bunnings? How do you know? I've no people who've worked there. Oh, okay. yeah. Have you been? Sausage done? sizzle. Sausage sizzle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't been in one for a long time. Let's okay. all go down there now. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, John, I want to tell you this quickly. I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, oh, a, f- a friend of the show, uh, Aaron Gox, a comic from Brisbane, very funny guy who I think we're going to. One day try and have on this show Because he's certainly uh, an odd dude He was telling me he uh, <laughs> Certainly he, an odd dude Did you just yeah, say He's an odd dude Yeah, yeah okay. He's an odd dude He's a funny dude Love you Aaron yeah. Love you bro Yeah he's great Anyway he, uh, he was telling me him uh, This is years and years ago Him and a friend of his came down uh, to Melbourne And they're both very uh, big fans of yours And his mate had never been to Melbourne And just got obsessed with going on like The John Safran reality tour oh. but, but it was just like it, it wasn't even like specific things It was like Oh let's just do a lap of Ackland Street Because he talks about Ackland Street <laughs> uh, once in a bit I bet he ate a cake once <laughs> Yeah and was just like losing his mind. Oh, let's get on this number tram that he's taught. Like just these, like not even like, you know what I mean? Wow. Not, e- not even going to 
like the record store where you film the opening of Music Jamboree. Yeah, like, yeah. let's just go. Let's zoom out a bit on Google Maps and yeah. go to that. It's like Notting Hill, like going to the bookshop <laughs> in Notting Hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catching the decrepit tram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's go to Carlisle Street. Yeah, I had a friend who just came in from Malaysia to visit. He's never been to Melbourne before, never been to Australia before, and he told me he likes it, he really likes Melbourne. But he asked me, why is it that he, there are so many crazy people in Melbourne? Yeah. And I'm like, now that you mention it, there are, and he's like, Every day, there's like at least one dude just being nuts on the tram or on the streets. And for such a chilled out city, which Melbourne is compared to Malaysia, it's so chilled out. Like there's always crazy people. Like, it's on the license plate, yeah. Melbourne, yeah. the chilled out city with crazy people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. What is it about crazy people though that they love like the hubbub? You know, like you won't see in the them. mix. Like there's none here in this street here. There's no, there's no one sitting there next to the tree going, seagulls are fucking controlling my mind. Yeah, yeah. But if you go to Burke Street, it's yeah. like chockers. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't want to be mean by calling them crazy people, but they're not quite right. It's a lot of, yeah. Well, do you, Johnny, are you getting kind of hit up by that? Because you've got this call out in the book for true crime stuff and a lot of your stuff deals in kind of, I guess, like conspiracies and that sort of stuff. Do you get people come up and go, mate, I've got a bloody good one for you? Yeah, yeah, he, he, now and then. Yes, no, I definitely get uh, people who... Um, you must get crazy my, people because yeah. you, you're dealing religion as well, which is, you know, the craziest. Yeah, I get, I, I, I've got this one guy at the moment who several times a day sends me things that I don't understand. It's a bit like those binary things where, like, one 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 zero 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 zero. Oh my god! No, don't read of, that. There's a bit of Satanism in it too. Like I, I just don't understand. No, what don't it read is. it. Don't read and, that. And he, and he sends it to me like three times a day. Is so he trying to program? Yeah, you? he's reprogramming <laughs> you. Don't, don't read that. <laughs> don't read that. <laughs> ask, ask the dodo guy what he thinks about that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've broken him. Tommy's. <laughs> Tommy got it. There's an immense satisfaction in leading Ronnie Chang to breaking point. Because he'll say, he'll say that whatever it is, we can get to you quicker than the, than the competition. If you want to be reprogrammed, we can download that stuff quicker. Yeah. That's all he's telling me. Yeah. He just wants to spruik his awesomeness service. Mate, you know your options. What did he say? <laughs> We've given you the best deal. Yeah, he said, I've clearly near, narrowed down your options. Yeah. If you want to get reprogrammed quicker, come to I'm not sure I've, I've narrowed down your options. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's put a hit no, out on no. Telstra. It's like the text message I got the other night. <laughs> that's, that's what it feels like. I've narrowed down your <laughs> options. And you're alone. I'm behind you. But the thing about that was, I just realised, is because you like the message said, do you know where your Dasselow is? And then you immediately popped up on Facebook chat to say, oh, hey, this just happened. So it's like you were kind of like trying to check, like you were like, oh, like you did actually check up on me. You did actually check up and see <laughs> yeah. what I was doing. You could see that I was online on chat, but you needed to know. Having said that then, I immediately put it out on Facebook going, hey, does anyone know how to do this? Someone told me how to do it, and I immediately used it to try and send you your message from yourself telling you to get fucked. <laughs> so obviously it didn't work. No, it didn't work at all. Yeah, damn. Oh, damn. Well, guys, that I think is all the time that we have for today on the Little Dum Dum Club. Ronnie Chang, John Safran, thank you very much for joining us. Hey, can I tell what, what, when does this get broadcast? Uh, tomorrow, I believe. So I can tell, and it goes all over Australia, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, all over the, the world. All over even. the world, yes. yes. Are, are you allowed to say when you're doing your show? Yes. Or not? Or is you, that not? I was no, just about to get to that. <laughs> have you done radio before, John? You, <laughs> you actually interrupted me from telling people about that to, to tell us about that. I'm, yeah. doing, I'm doing a murder in Mississippi. Show. It's like a proper show, like where there's like a monologue with a script that goes got a beginning, middle, and end. You saw the test show. I did show the. I did see the test. And even and the it, test was great. And he got like footage of Mississippi and of the dead me and the dead guy before he was dead. Wow. 
Yes. No chicken finger footage, which I was <laughs> disappointed with. But yeah, like, and it's, it's it's so I only say this because it's an impressive because it's got the word Sydney Opera House in it. <laughs> That, that's a lot more impressive than what you said before, which is features me and the dead guy before he was dead. <laughs> so if you wanted to come to the one at the Sydney Opera House, you can't because it's sold out. <laughs> <laughs> Two impressive things in there. Yeah, that's a, at the Festival of Dangerous Ideas, but that's sold out at the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> I, I was so impressed when I got to tell my dad. Yeah. Like, like you know, are you just still trying to impress your parents and stuff? Yeah, they're oh. not impressed at all. Yeah, <laughs> no, really? Do. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, that, that felt really good. I, I felt really good being able to say the Sydney Opera House because it makes me seem, like, legitimate and Yeah, stuff. the only thing, I can say whatever. I say I work for TV, I'm on this or do that or whatever. They go, yeah, how's the graphic design going? Are you getting any <laughs> clients, any freelance work? Because that's, like, a proper job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 6th of November... The Melbourne version is at the Athenian Theatre. That's, that's, that's another great one. Yeah. yeah. Look at that, you, that's now that you've s- got the opera, it's like, oh, this little <laughs> yeah. dump that's called not the sold Athenian. Out. That's, not, that's nearly sold out, apparently. And then the one on 9th of November at the Brisbane Powerhouse. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and I think that's... I believe that's, Aaron Gox is going to that one, so you can <laughs> yeah. meet him and relive that story yeah, yeah. live in the flesh. It'll yeah. be the one like with the glittering knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some true crime for you. Um, and definitely uh, check out the book, uh, Murder in Mississippi. I'm, I'm, I am loving it. Like, I really was racing to finish it before this, and uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's really great. Just be uh, careful of shipping costs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bookdepository.com. Ronnie Chang. Uh, what would, what would you uh, like to plug apart from Dodo? <laughs> And the book depository. Uh, I go on my website. I'm going to be in Brisbane and Adelaide doing the comedy clubs there. So next in the next two weeks. So oh, excellent. Well, I hope there's not a clash. Yeah, that could, that could get ugly. Or at least ugly. That could, get I hope ugly. You stab someone so that <laughs> John can talk about it. Like, oh, be- like my powerhouse show in your, oh. your thing or whatever. Oh, that's. Uh, but Ronnie's uh, doing. But Ronnie's doing several nights in both city, and oh, okay. doing the one. One night, right? Yes. Yeah. So if you have to choose, I think I've narrowed down your options. <laughs> uh, uh, so so go, uh, go to go to go to my website, uh, RonnieChang dot com. R O N N Y C H I E N G RonnieChang two dot com. What? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just I just revamped my whole website. Yeah, so I saw it today. Yeah, looks cool. great. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can uh, get us through our website, RonnieChang.com slash the little dum dum club. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing that. Actually, <laughs> it's another one we should do. Yeah. Uh, the t-shirts and stuff, little dum dum club at gmail.com. Oh, there's uh, not many left. So. We've still got this bloody birthday show that we've oh. got to get off our asses and organise. Yep. Uh, and yeah, thank you very much for listening. Check out, anything check else? Out, uh, if you're in tourists in Melbourne, um, don't forget to come and check out the Thursday room. I run Five Bros Comedy. It's always got friends of the show. Chock a block on it. There's me getting you changed for a twenty buck note at the door as well. So if that's not worth twelve bucks, I can't believe your parents aren't impressed yet. <laughs> uh, thanks very much for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.